0: some soccer!
1: And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! We're
2: at 1130. I don't think I've ever wanted to be on a stand more than my life. They're in here. They're going crazy. Hey, they
1: got 30 here. They've been fish flying about. Her. There's no tomorrow.
2: What a bunch of
3: That was professional. Uh, Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this surprise podcast. We're going to get in, we're going to get out. Steve is going to be able to do a podcast watching this without Bruce falling into a bush. It will be very repeat, very, you know,
0: wonderful thing to happen. Or for that matter, uh, go in to the toilet with his phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Fuck> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that you, Steve? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm surprised you're back, I knew- <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. I tell you, I'm, I'm still having sleepless nights. Obviously. A meme was born that day. <laughs> I've never, yeah. st- I've
3: never known a man so quick to, yeah, oh, come on, I want to see what's happening this time. As you know, Mike's background is on fire, and Bruce <laughs> is trying to dismantle Maisie from a chandelier she's fallen into.
2: <laughs>
3: but look, it's a good day, as Mike said just before we started, and I'm going to take full credit. What a day, mate! Uh, what a difference a day makes. Uh, the Mariners have got their new man. Uh, who thought this would happen? Apart from us, uh, 48, you know, 72 hours ago, whatever it was. But David Artell has now signed on. The dotted line and he's joining uh, the Mariners, took his first training session today, will be in the dugout tomorrow against Franchise FC. Um, he will be in the stands for the first half, he says, which is a new, new twist. So I'm not sure, Bruce, we might have to ask this if there's an equation going on, on whether, you know, full, passionate, kicking, heading a ball is equivalent for 45 minutes of Paul Hurst just stood there strategically analysing the game for 90 minutes.
2: Sam seemed to think so. But can we just clear one thing up then? Have we not yeah. fucked it then?
3: Apparently not.
2: No, it's not. Well, we haven't We haven't
3: had Steve's opinion yet. Is that aimed at me or Sam? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, no, no. I like the you idea. say, what, what, you know. a di- what a difference a day, mate. We've got calm, Mike. Sam's that Mike's calm. Mike's always calm. What are you on about, even, you weirdo? You said we'd fucked it. For
1: five minutes on Saturday. No, no,
2: no, no, no. You can't. You can't delete a comment in our WhatsApp. It just doesn't happen. I'm just going to do it it now. You said you said we fucked it, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm pleased, Alex. It's damned, I'm pleased it's sorted. Like I said yesterday, we we needed to get it done. We, we needed to get it done, <coughs> and it's done. And yeah, you don't owe me. You don't owe me the money for Maisie's savings anyway. So that's good as well.
3: Good. Well, I, I assume you're going to be buying us beers. Um, you know,
2: I got two to five, mate. It actually. It actually went out to evens, didn't it? Like when Mike said, when the market reopened yeah. on Monday morning, it went out to it went out to evens. So anybody that stuck their £20 on, on yesterday morning will be doubled the money today.
3: Yeah, not a bad shout. But the question is, is it a good move? The club say they got their first man. Whatever that sports editor at Reach PLC, who's doing himself no helpful favours by basically attacking the club at every every which way moment he can do as he doubles down on his opinion of uh steve morrison uh but they got their man david Artell has signed for i didn't even read the article how long has he signed for
1: two and a half years
3: two and a half years okay great steve is from the railway men podcast having a far more enjoyable season than we are at the moment as uh, crew um Battle between the playoffs and mid-table obscurity, and what we would give for mid-table obscurity right now.
0: Behind um, we're fourth and can go second <laughs> if we win our game. With Andy, cheeky buggers, I thought. <laughs> hey, it was listen, tight. listen, guys, we're enjoying it looked- while we can. We're enjoying <laughs> it while we can because we've all been in every situation, haven't we? And it doesn't last, does it? Because half of you know half of them will probably get sold in January or something, won't they? But anyway. Well, this is the um, question,
3: Steve. Is it actually enjoyable, or are you actually just either oh. shitting it that everyone's going to be sold, or you're going to piss it <laughs> off? No, in, no. To be to
0: be to be honest, this time we are really enjoying it because it's <laughs> it's been literally a roller coaster ride. The amount of games we're winning in the eighty ninth, ninety first, ninety second, ninety seventh against Knox County minute um, is is incredible, and it, it's for once. We've had a few rubbish years, um, and re- Mister Artel was in charge for, for at least one of those. And um, you know, we're we enjoying it while it's lasting. Um, to be sat amongst some of the budgets that we are at the moment um, is a good place to be, and we're not we're not complaining for a minute.
2: It wow. does show how quickly it yeah. can change, sorry, Alex. Does show how quickly it can change know. in this in this division. Absolutely. You've only to look, I mean, when we played you, I can't remember whereabouts in the season it was, but we won 3-0 at your place last season, yeah. and you were absolutely mm. what we are now. Yeah. You just, there just was no effort, you couldn't tell what they were trying to do. It was just, mm. we we weren't great last season, and that game we just turned up and you just rolled over and let us tickle your yeah. belly, basically. Yeah. It was, and then, like you say, and then you look at what Steve Evans did at Stevenage, you know, I know mm. a bit of investment there, but. He turned them from perennial strugglers to, you know, promotion in a season. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, and now you're you know you're where we probably expected to be somewhere maybe not fourth but somewhere that thereabouts, and we're not where we expected to be. It does change quite no. quickly in this division.
0: Good.
3: And I guess the question is, Steve. Obviously, um, David Artell's first game at Blundell Park is it going to be against you guys, which is oh, a nice good little.
0: God. Place. Yeah, we 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 with Ailey on the wing. <laughs> Next year's always his year, Callum Ainley. Next year's always his year. <laughs> um, Flatters to, de- to deceive. Lovely lad, um, Callum, but I don't know. T- he, the time for him to leave was right and had been for about two years before he finally did. But um, I don't know whether Callum will be chuffed to bits to see Dave Artel come through the door or, or quite the opposite, I'm not sure. But no, it's um, an interesting... We we Now all with-
3: I've got. Is that image of the office where Ricky Gervais is stood there and that woman walks in? He's like, "Fuck's sake!"
0: <laughs> yeah, i see. We'd seen the um, the video of him, you know, him shaking hands with everybody on the on the pitch on the Astro or whatever it is, and um, and we were all 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 those guys are looking look at Callum's face. Look at him. Look at him. He looks like he's just you know, whatever his arch nemesis has just walked in the door. Now, to be honest, he. He, he got more than a fair crack of the whip from from Dave Artell, but from our from our side, you know, Dave was brilliant both as a player and as a manager for a long time until the last eighteen months. You know, he was what was it four and a half years or something? He was he was manager of Crew and. Um, obviously, he got a bit of goodwill from from before having been a player, and his last game was to in the playoff final when he when he took us up um, as a player, and then we of course um, he got he got the manager role um, a while later after being in in the sort of the academy setup really, um, and brought a lot of the players through, and he, he the first couple of seasons he built and built quite a decent side you know football on the ground and stuff and then we don't know whether he he was I'll I'll be on it'd be unfair to to him to say he got lucky with with the five or six that came through Perry NG and Ryan Wintle who are playing for Cardiff now um Pickering who's playing for Blackburn every week now um and a few others in League One as well um that we we got this fantastic team, and when when the dancing stopped for COVID, we were actually top of League Two, um, but we lost out on on the old points for game thing and and went up in theory as as runners up. But I'll um, take that yeah and, and and then obviously we had a we had a good year the first year in in the uh, league 1 and then it all went totally totally wrong um now so what-
3: i guess i the grim bearing in me wants to go negative so what what
0: what
3: <laughs> yeah. what did go wrong what what was the problem because i've heard conflicting arguments that you know the best people were sold from him and it was hard to build again and then we can at least end on what we want to happen which is this you know attacking football which you know crew were brilliant at and got promoted as a result yeah. but what what was it that went wrong because it went wrong pretty quick doesn't it
0: it did. It did. It's a combination of factors, to be honest. And I think the club and whether Dave Artel, Dave was involved in, in the decision to have pretty much all of the contracts of the young superstars ending at the same time, literally the same day, whether he was involved in that or whether it was a naivety from the new ownership of the club, I'm not sure. Um, However, those five players, six if you count uh, Owen Dale, um, who left under a bit of a cloud, and we'll come to that, I'm sure, in a minute, Um, that they all went. But at the same time, the recruitment was absolutely atrocious. The players that, that came in... Oh yeah, we've got- um, You know, bearing in mind they'd got some warning that most of them were going and weren't going to sign new contract or whatever, was absolutely bobbins. It was shocking. Um, Parks footballers, some of them. And I think what happened, and I don't... I, I, Dave Artel is somebody who quite rightly has a really, you know, good spot in most crew fans' hearts, but it went spectacularly wrong because he managed to fall out with basically everybody by the end. And um, he's, what what you will get from Dave Artell, and I'll qualify this um, with what, or rather qualify what I've just said with, with this, is that he's so passionate that when it's going right, it's fantastic. But when it goes wrong, I think that there was some cracks started to appear and it, he... There are rumours, and I don't don't know how strong and how substantiated they are, that he did fall out with quite a few of the agents, which then became a problem, which knocked on to the recruitment. It also meant that Tom Lowry, who, who's now at Portsmouth, though he seems to have been injured ever since he's gone, who is, you know, Iniesta in miniature form, um, he wouldn't sign another contract because him and his agent, or rather his agent had fallen out with Artel and stuff. And I think it, it's interesting. I think it's been interesting watching a lot of the um interviews and stuff that Dave Artel's done recently that you could you could say that was he is he either trying to sell himself and trying to let's say smudge those dark marks as it were or was he is he has he actually sort of learned from what what went wrong because i think he 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 kind of gives this impression that there was no backroom staff at all and he was doing everything including washing up and the dusting of the dressing room but i don't think that's entirely true i think there's a little bit of rewriting of history to suit to suit his his angle having said that you know, he is a good guy and he will get you playing the right way. And I think, at, at, to some degree, that horror season we had, I think was um, made worse by the insistence on playing a certain way when we didn't have the players to do it, which for for Crew is a little bit of an alien concept. Um, playing any other way but the pretty stuff is, is something we don't do you know and it, it yeah i think to his detriment he tried to play almost too much without with without the players that to to do it that were technically good enough
1: did you you know so obviously it was his first job in management when he came out of your academy um still fairly young now let alone 6 years ago um during his time did you see him develop um, develop as a coach and how did he? Um, and also, as you've just mentioned there about falling out with people, Do, you, from what you've seen after he's left, do you think he may have learned from that? Because obviously we all learn through life and with it being his first Absolutely. job, he's maybe maybe taken that on board and, and reassessed. He seems to be a fairly clever bloke that could probably work that sort of thing out. So sort of in his time there, did he develop? And do you think that that sort of thing will be something that a, a younger coach is is sort of getting out of his game because it was his first his first crack at it wasn't it yeah
0: really? yeah I, I think so I, I think i alluded to the fact that i think i think he he would be the f- i think quietly if he's got him in a room one to one with no mics on or whatever he would admit that some things went wrong and some things weren't you know were his fault and some weren't um, i do think he he got almost stuck in this sort of perfect storm Cyclone thing where all the players went and then a couple of the players that came in just weren't good enough, weren't right. And somewhere like crew, you haven't got the budget to make those errors, really. And it, we we were we were sinking fast, really, to be honest. But I do I do think, and I hope for him and I hope for you guys as well that he he's learned, he will have learned, and I'm sure he will have done because as you said, he 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 is a properly intelligent guy. You'll your um you'll you'll soon pick up that that he's not daft. He's he's no um no single syllable type or whatever. He's no is. all is what you're saying, isn't it? I couldn't comment. No, it wouldn't be right.
3: I could, he's a prick. Um, <laughs> um what what what's the um so let's go positive. You know, when he came in, what can we expect? That season when you guys were, you know, washing everything away in in, in the path in front of you, what was that like? And and, and when it's good, how good can it be? And, and what could we expect?
0: It was, it was, mm, you know, Man City, Barcelona sort of stuff. Um, the highlights reel from that season that we went up was absolutely mesmeric, really. It was fantastic and he for somebody who's who's a, a big rough you know northern lad from Rotherham or whatever you know he 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 really yeah, that's, does appreciate, that's a that's a flag yeah sorry um the yeah, uh, yeah, but he, he does appreciate the pretty stuff as well and the, playing the right way now that's obviously in the dna at crew so you you may find a slightly more um or a slightly sort of more nuanced um style of football i, I don't know it'll be interesting to see which way he goes with it but he yeah he, he built he built from he took over a side who what were we we were we weren't doing that well when he, he took over and he built it 18 months he was there and then we had that season where we we you know we ended up getting promoted and he built and built, and it was quite clear that we were developing, although I reckon we were probably 12 months ahead of where we expected to be when we did get up. Um, he his, he was more than willing to give the kids a chance, the youth a chance, which I think to the detriment, well, to some that clearly weren't and aren't good enough, Um We've still got a couple of them who are still there because they were given fairly long contracts <coughs> by by Mr. Artel um, <laughs> at the time. But, you know, these these are things that, that happen, aren't they, in football and that some develop and some don't. Um, he the, he's, he's certainly somebody who'll give you every, every... There'll be nobody saying, oh, he doesn't care. You'll never get that from him because he'll be up and down the touchline and everybody... Um, but in sorry, jumping back to right at the beginning, you guys yeah. mentioned about the fact that he'd be in the stand first half. That's his standard. That's his normal. Watches the game with with his with his little notepad sat sat halfway up the stand, and then he'll come down on the touchline at time. It's that's yeah. his standard.
3: That'd so, be interesting. I wonder who's going to have to move in the main stand to give him a seat. He'll see
0: he'll see
1: will see football in the it? main stand. He won't it's see that bad, at all. actually.
3: No, that's true. So that little bit, that slither of pitch, I can see we were really good in that.
1: <laughs> you were all right between the six yard box and the 18 yard line. You were all right there. I didn't see the rest.
3: <sighs> it's, um, yeah. it's it's an interesting one. Well, what kind of players does he look to bring in then? Does he, you said <laughs> you, you obviously pointed out to, you know, his, his uh, not obsession, but his, his likelihood to use youth players, which, you know, mm. neither here nor here. They're really here. Um, what kind of players did he bring in? Were they players that, you you know, were touted as decent players to begin with or were they like pretty much every Division 4 signing you've got like him? I've never heard of him or he's not done anything. Was it a Mm. bit like that? He
0: had a punch on the last season. To be honest, the first couple of years, as I said, were really good. The first two and a half, three years, whatever it was, culminating in sort of as a bit staying in League One and mid-table in League One and arguably should have done better than that. He, He was very good at Sort of um supplementing those kids with with the good old pro, such as um Nikki Hunt, who'd played for, you know, under games for Bolton in the Premier League. Um Green, Paul Green, who'd been around, uh, Derby and I think Rotherham in the championship, Republic of Ireland International, um, who were thirty-three, thirty-four when we signed them and we got 3 years out of each of them or whatever and they they were fantastic signings um and um sort of that sort of thing he he was really really good at but the as i said it it, it seems a shame really to sort of tarnish his legacy with what happened in the last year but it all seemed to be chaos really and he seemed to, the signings towards the end were, let's say, a bit more desperate looking. we um, were taking chances on people who, yes, they'd been at, may have been at Premier League academies. Oddly, specifically Everton's. He seemed to sign three or four that had been at Everton's academy. Um, and think. they weren't very good on the most part. With, with the exception i think of um chris long who we've we've still got who um he was one of the last ones that and he was one of the ones that was actually was has been brilliant but uh, when he's fit but um he yeah he seems it's di- it's difficult and to to really judge anybody on signings at crew because you you've got the budget constraints as well as kind of an implied um, sort of give the kids a chance as well. Um, that's always the first option. What have we got in in-house before the look at external? So I'd say mixed would be would be the um would be the response. Cause you've got, as I said, the the Nikki Hunts, the Chris Porters as well, who who's obviously been about championship and League One for all of his life. And and Paul Green as well. They, You know, cracking signings, but um, there was some dross in there as well, but Basala Sambu and uh, other, you know, players who I can't even remember anymore because they sort of disappeared as quickly as they, they appeared in that year.
3: Brilliant. Thank you very much, man. That's really appreciated. It's good to get a, a thought process from someone who's gone through the whole experience of it all and and <laughs> sees what we can do. I mean, I'm happy if we get a promotion out of it, I'm I'm game for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure happy. you are, yeah.
2: Yeah. So we get promoted, uh, then sack him, yeah?
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's fine. yeah, give that's him fine.
0: give him 12, six months after you've got promoted and and yeah. I, I think I, I I I don't even want to think about it's a week on Saturday, isn't it? The the game at your place. Um as a crew fan, I I just know what's gonna happen. It's it's like that old player syndrome, isn't it? I
2: think we should register um, him for the day.
0: Yeah, well, I yeah, we should, yeah. Just, just I mean, I'll be honest, on Bruce
2: eighty fifth minute. Bruce, have
3: you seen our defense?
0: <laughs> I, I was thinking up front, mate. Just bring him on up front. He's <laughs> bound he, he to score. Our record against you lot in recent years is absolutely shocking. So, as it should add, be, adding a, a I've former had, manager to it, and it's I'm it's, not having
3: it, Steve. I've no. had, you know, too many years of losing to you in the third round of the FA Cup or whatever it was. <laughs> and so, it's about time we got some no, vengeance, no. Steve. Thank you so much for joining us. No worries, us, guys. I'm glad we didn't embarrass ourselves this time looking at Bruce. No, on, no, Steve. you're
2: best behaving. Thanks, well done. Nice to meet thank you. you. Nice Cheers, to see. You. Nice to
3: meet you. Like he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. <laughs> well, it's. Do you know what it genuinely is? I know it's probably not what we always want to hear. Is that the the end part of it? But I don't think anyone would say too much different about Hurst. Hurst time, you know, at the club. So you know, it's. I, Bruce, how are you feeling about bringing him in? Was it? Was it the guy that you wanted?
0: I
2: don't really know who I wanted, mate. I'm I'm quite happy with it. I'm, I'm, like I said to you earlier, I'm pleased it's done. Uh, we can all move forward now without the, um, you know, the stuff that we've all been discussing for the past three or four weeks, uh, which is nice. It's training knows,
3: ground now, isn't it?
2: Everyone knows where they stand. You know, the, the messages that keep coming in and, uh, you know, this has happened and that's happened and it's all done now, isn't it? It's, we've drawn a line under it. We've got a new manager. I've listened to most of the stuff that he's done today. Um, and he sounded quite sort of, it's, it sounds really good, and the hard work for him starts now, doesn't it? You know?
3: He said all the it's, right it's, things for me. I don't know what else you meant to say, apart from making... They
2: generally do, it. don't they? You know, I mean, they, they generally do, and I, I'm not saying that he's not, um, you know, I'm not saying that in a negative way, but he's. I, I, I like what he says. It's, it's just quite funny that it finished the way that it did for him at Crew, but it sounds like he's been quite selective of where he's where he wants to go next, whether whether he feels that it's a big move for him, you know, he got relegated at Crew in the in the end, back to where he started from. Uh, you know, is he sort of is he conscious that if it goes wrong in his next job in the Football League, that he'll be going into non-league? Maybe I, I don't know, but I like the idea. It sounds like he's going to move this way on. Um, so you know, unfortunately for Mike, he won't be residing permanently in Rotherham by the sounds of it. Um, then I thought he said you know, he was living with his mum I, I like that I, I know Paul I, he is at the moment isn't he I thought I thought Matt Dean said something about he was he was coming to he was going to come into Grimsby though I could be wrong I could he's be like, wrong he, maybe, he, he's he's maybe I fitty. misheard that I thought it, I thought he was at his mum's for now I thought he said he was at his mum's for now when he was um, you missed that one out, but uh, like I say Mike Mike was right did, there yeah, you know on,
3: saying that he's got he's got his his place hasn't he he can just stay yeah. in
2: there yeah, no, comfort. Yeah, just bigger the day. But and train. Yeah, comfort day. Comfort day. week. I'm quite, quite. A- oh, he went. No, yeah, I'm quite thought- happy. It, it sounds good.
1: I think I think you know you're you're right, and just to Alex's question, you know, is it the one you want? I think we do suffer from this an awful lot. Is that I don't think we have a. a, a um, a plethora of knowledge of, of who's available at this level or even if we know the name you're names not using plethora that's why I stopped it's the only word I could think <laughs> of so we don't have a decent bank of knowledge about people at this level and even if we know who they are we don't we know we say much a lot a
2: lot Mike a lot yes that's what we to we say around here
1: we don't know a lot about them so I, I think we're sort of uneducated a lot with this dead loads a, a week ago um, I would have been very meh about it and that's what I was and then I dead spent man. last yeah, I spent last week reading up on him, looking up on him, watching some of his stuff. And by Friday, I was dead keen on it. Um Dead keen. And yeah, there you go. Dead and that's list. that's primarily because as I say, we, we don't we don't know much about managers. We only see them when they come bring a team here, and that's a snapshot of a season. That's two games out of forty six. So um I, I think that's a bit of bit, you know. Once you read up on the fellow, he sounds like the right sort of bloke, and you know, as Bruce said, he he speaks well, but he didn't bring out the stock phrases. I, I was really engaged with what he was saying, and you know, one one really interesting or, or or positive bit from what he was saying is he seems to see the same things we see. You know, he he was describing the team that I that I've seen for the last couple of weeks and the start of the season, so that's that's a good thing. I think you know he's done well at Crew, and he's obviously, as Bruce said, picking his next appointment. Very carefully, but I think what we also have to remember—he was very young at Crew in terms of football management, and he's still young now. He's forty-two, you know. So um, I, I think I think he will have learned since he's left Crew. Um, and just finally on on him in general, the way he talks about what he's trying to build, and the phrase he used was, "I've spoken to lots of clubs, and they think I'm the plan, and I'm not the plan." And I liked that. He obviously realises that going into a football club, you want to go in somewhere where it knows what it wants to be. Um, as opposed to, you know, we're just going to let you do that and drive us. So he's he's clearly thinking wider, longer term, and wants to try and build something here. And I think there's several ways you can be successful at this level. One of them is chuck a lot of money at it. And the other one is the way we're doing it, which we're trying to build something and trying to progress slowly up the leagues. So he would fit that specification really well. So I'm, you know, pre- Pre-last week, I would not really knew much about him, wasn't really positive about it. But now I've read up about him, listened to him. I think it's great. And the fact is from Rotherham just, just tips it over the edge for me.
2: I'm ben going Hill's to be awesome being... Sam
3: on Paul Hurst. Ben, ben Hill says he was being very complimentary about calling us because we've been fucking shite this <laughs> season. Uh,
2: <laughs> I like that. I like, I like that,
3: Ben. I, yeah, I thought that was good. Um, yeah, I, I, it's one of these things where I don't try and, hold any judgment i don't know much about him if he took crew up then that's brilliant you know i'd like to see you know beautiful football but i'd just prefer to see us winning more than anything to be perfectly honest um he's uh not from new york city he's from rotherham thank you ben uh with the arctic monkeys references you know get off the iphone um uh marley bum um <laughs> scummy um yeah i don't know um it's um, it's going to be an interesting one to see what he does. All I can say is that he came across really well. Um, he, you know, all these, all I keep seeing is these lower league people who go Grizzly Town. They've got an amazing squad. They've got Camille Conte and David Arte. I was like, are we going to go up? <laughs> is is that what it is? The thing is, I think he's coming at the right time as well. He's got what a month to assess the players, to see where our weaknesses are, and to see where he needs to strengthen before January comes along. Um, and he's also then you know, got some games coming thick and fast, which can help propel us up. I'm sure he would have preferred to have been in from Forest Green and and yesterday, but on Saturday, sorry, but um, it's a very tight league table and we're only a couple of points off mid-table obscurity. So all of a sudden you get into two or three wins, we're 15th, 16th, looking better, and then you're starting to look up rather than down, aren't you? So um, it could change around very quickly. It could.
2: He certainly didn't look uh, shy and retiring in that five-minute video of training, did he? It, in, it was the day that he'd arrived. He that
3: was, one shite. He,
2: he, 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 he was uh, larger than life, wasn't he? And he was bound, bounding about. And, <coughs> these are these are people that he's only just met. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was quite. It was quite entertaining. You know, I don't know the quality of what, of what he was doing, but it was. It was certainly. He, he looked like he looked like he was excited to get on with it.
1: One of the niche things I found from that is we're just they were just all hanging about, and he turns to to Greg Howard and says, "Are we getting going then, or what?" <laughs> and I just thought that was that was quite quite telling. Like, let's just get on with it. Uh, ben Ben Bristow says
3: there's a club bonding session in Magna coming up uh, very shortly. I don't think there's any other sites in Rotherham, is there, Ben? Apart from that, and a probably an, a, a five by ten flag that says "Keep us shape." That's going to go that way.
1: There is there is Town Council. All that's quite good. Okay. Could have one in there.
2: We um, we've forgot <laughs> to mention the other day, didn't we? Debbie sounded quite quite keen on the idea of a pre season tour um, next summer. So, Artel's, Artel's cartel, as Youngy calls them, uh, we, we, could be heading, heading, we could be he- heading off into Europe. Did you not like my sticker, Bruce? Yes, it was good. It's got to like it,
3: it. Yeah, I'll bring, if I'm coming tomorrow, yeah. I'll bring some.
2: Can you pay on the what? gate tomorrow?
3: Yeah, I think you yeah, yeah, 26 have... quid. Yeah.
2: Fucking Twenty-six quid for League for League Two friggin' football. It's Division crap, football. isn't it? Oh. But yeah. but I do I did hear that it's an automated ticket system, so you know, us under 25s will be all right.
1: <laughs> I've um I have got a couple of interesting points that I think came going as
3: a three-year-old. <laughs> came out from just goes all the way, just goes full. I'm I'm actually under two. <laughs>
2: My dad bought me it. dad bought me ticket. He's, he's, he's losing he's his marbles. I didn't have the heart. I didn't have the heart to tell him. No,
3: yeah, he's got dementia. How dare you start bringing this up? You ungrateful, you uncaring swine! Now let me in for me two quid.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought it was interesting listening to Jason on Humberside, um, and, and two things that stood out for me um, quite a lot were firstly that the actual contracts they received back from the lawyers during the fans forum. So an awful lot that happened after that fans forum. It had all been signed and done. Um, so that's you know quite reassuring and and obviously I think I said on Twitter earlier. I think sometimes we can make, maybe trust trust a little bit more and, and calm down from from the outset. It looks like you know we've had a thorough process, done all our due diligence, and got the first bloke we wanted in the first place within four weeks. So you know I think that
0: all right.
3: i'm sorry mike i just want to entertain myself bruce looks so confused <laughs> so for those who are listening i just I'll kept just... moving where bruce bruce was trying to be a weather girl and i was just trying to put everyone in different parts of the screen to see if he could catch up with where to it's just, it's... i didn't oh. do that <laughs>
2: It, it, I it's just t- that. Ten, ten minute, Mike. Ten minute, mic telling us we should trust the process. Just when he was telling us we'd fucked it, Jason was exchanging the contracts.
1: <laughs> I, told you, I said it once, Bruce. You know, <laughs> I said it once in a conversation. I
2: won't Facebook, mention it anymore. I won't mention it anymore. I'm done that. I won't mention it anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm I, it anymore. I, I don't. It, I don't sorry. think
1: like some people have been all over social media. You know, at, all, all the fishy having a pop every five minutes about it. You know, I think you know it's. It is what it is.
2: Are you having a pop? No, no, I know, I know. You and Nobody, you were mad. Dan, i really calm now, and that's that's good. And I'm happy. And Sam, yeah, love- son, son, is not as dramatic as normal. He's now in a darkened room, calming down. So that's good. He Looking should be the right polling results. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't read the some like latest results are in, that I don't understand. <laughs>
3: Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, has anybody got anything to add from the t- you know five minutes for you guys? This is the bit where we start talking shit, so uh, feel free to come in because there's not much else we can say about a manager apart from we, you know, glad that they got the guy they wanted and hopefully it'll you know turn around quickly. I think it. I think these tip players are you know all right, and I think they can you know turn around under some inspiration. But they're also players that you know need to book up a bit.
2: Well, I get the feeling it's not going to be dull. No, I don't think he's going to be. From what um, our guest said, and you know things that the way that he speaks, and like what Mike's been talking about, and stuff like that, he doesn't appear like it's going to be dull. If if we're shit, he'll, if we're shit, he'll be going fucking mental on the sideline.
3: Yeah, I I agree. It's brilliant. Mike's already gone. He's already on his phone. Um. Yeah, we're done. I think is that it. Thirty-five minute podcast. They got
1: thirty thirty-five minutes extra out of well, us. I still did have the second thing I was going to say about Jason's interview. Go on, then, which I thought was really telling. Is if you listen to that that chat from Reach that said obviously it was um it was a condition that they they had to have the assistant manager. What? Sorry. I was asking Bruce what that was because I right. have no idea what it is. Um, it's sorry. quite clear from Jason's interview that he was actually, that was their preference, but it wasn't a stipulation and that anybody could have brought in their own assistant. And I think also he said, um, there's scope for once he's come in and assessed the club, he assessed the, the coach and staff and the team, there is scope to bring his own person in. So it's nice that that was nipped in the bud. It's a load of old bullshit. Um, so I think that was good.
2: Um,
1: sorry. Go Bruce.
2: He, he, he did hang on to it though, Mike, didn't he? The man from Reach, the man from Reach. Yeah. He says no. He, he, oh my
3: God! I've never
2: like, seen. He's a professional were, journalist. People were telling him, "Well, yeah, he's not. He's, he's barely got any followers, <laughs> though, has he?" But um, it was uh, it little was just little, the way that right? was it comes. It comes straight from the horse's mouth. And instead of, "Oh, sorry, Jason, I, you know that must be wrong." Oh, no, I stand by my sources. Yeah, when well, your sources are wrong, mate, you know it's just it just 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 a back down and apologise not apologise but yeah alright I got it wrong because in that game you're going to get things wrong aren't you you, just, know, you, 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 you aren't, don't even need to not say anything, you not
3: going to be right is it you, you, you don't even need to apologise and say you got it wrong So say oh, that's what I'd heard you know and yeah. then just say you know that's that's how it is isn't it people make stuff up and leverage things and do everything but
1: well he's, he's um, clearly he's clearly got an agenda he must be mates with Morrison I think somebody else went back through his tweets and saw something else he'd done you know so he's doing his make no favours if that's how how his his sort of people that you know owners of football clubs will now know that. Um, so he does himself no favors going forward. And I think just generally, it looks like the process has been quite quick when you think about it, and it's been done really well and diligently. And we've got the first choice. So you know, if he if that fellow wants to say, you know, we've we've um, we've not backed somebody, we clearly have the evidence of of what we've seen is is there. So he can he can do one.
3: And I'll tell you um, what as
2: well? Just sorry, Alex, go gone.
3: No, all I was going to say and the people of Linfield can sleep silently and 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 soundly tonight
2: yeah they've lost their man have they? Um but but no it's and and I think when you talk to Jason as well we've got social media is, is such an echo chamber isn't it and and even whatsapp groups you know like ours and like Mike says you we've you got Sam in we've it we've got we but it's it's everything everything gets you know multiply doesn't it? And Jason, when you yeah. hear him, when you hear him, he's just so he was so he's so calm about the. I heard him talking to Matt Dean a bit a bit ago on that homicide thing, and um, he was just so calm about it. Oh well, we could have got we could have rushed it through and got it done for Friday. That was the plan, but in the end, we decided why not rush? Let's not rush it. It doesn't. they're not going to change Saturday. It's, you know they've done the preparation. Let's announce it Monday. And in yeah. the meantime, over the weekend, we're all in we're we're all in meltdown because. <laughs> We, people have heard rumours, which, 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 to be in actual fact, you know that that original one, the press conference Friday, and and yeah. so, sounds like it was Plan A, doesn't it? But it didn't yeah. quite happen. But instead of being the absolute disaster that we all sort of interpreted to be, it was just a, a slight delay. You know, nothing and had then, changed. It was all the agreed same, earlier in the yeah. week.
3: But also, then you had the the other bullshit that was coming through. Like I had ones coming through, going, oh. Uh, David Artell is currently sat between um, uh, Jason and Debbie in the upper Fiendas. <laughs> sort of, I messaged Christine and went, uh, this is what, the, are they up there? She goes, he's not even
0: here.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think, I think a lot of us, I mean, me included, take it as a, could take it as a bit of a lesson, you know, I, I've looked on social media over the weekend and I always try not to instant, instantly react to things. And I try and think about things before I, before I say something. But as, if Bruce is right. I fell short of that on Saturday. I thought, you know, for a brief time, I thought, oh, that's it. It's all gone to shit. And I think, you know... Bruce, something... what did he actually say?
2: He said, I think it'll be absolutely fine. Oh, all
1: okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? I think sometimes we just need to take a step back and think about things before we instantly react. And, and none of us are perfect. I mean, I do it all the time, but, you know, just try not to publicly do it. And I won't send it to a WhatsApp with, with Bruce next time. Um. Yeah, Bruce kept his receipts. Ben, I don't want to do this. There are
3: direct competitors, aren't they? Can we give a shout out to Radio Humberside for the great coverage this weekend? Uh, they give them a bit of. We give them a bit of banter for with Humberside, even today, where they brought Hull into your interview. Uh, yeah, I should soon shut that down. Uh, but great coverage from the fans for on the show today. Yeah, I thought, and Matt Dean took it with great grace, considering you know he must be filled with. PTSD after that absolute shambles of a so-called professional fans forum last time around. Uh, but yeah, Ben, I, don't bring that into our yard again. What are you going to do? Start talking about uh, the other podcast being better? Just unprofessional, really. Um, could Someone I, do the do the serious bit of that.
1: <laughs> I just, I, I don't know if you wanted to carry on talking about, but I do think there was another couple of interesting things about the process from Jason's interview. I mean, things like he invited him round, had some, had some food with him, cooked him. He said cooked him a meal, then said he made him a sandwich. But he he gave an insight into why he does that because he's wanting people to relax, but make sure they don't relax too much. Um, so I thought that was interesting. It shows you again the the amount of seriousness, the the ownership of of taken into the appointment. But also, I, it is rather interesting that David Artell has also given us a bit of a a bit of a, a look over before he's decided. And one big thing I just want to give a shout out to is he rang Paul Hurst, and Paul Hurst has also given the club a, a big thumbs up and said you should take it um and and said spoke well about the the ownership and i think it's easy for us to say oh you know yeah you would do that but the fella's just lost his job um and i think yeah, it sort he, of he shows he doesn't have to does he no it shows a that we are run by good people because somebody that's in that position has said it but b also another reason to think that paul east whilst he's not here anymore is actually a decent bloke um so i thought all those things that came out were really interesting
3: Paul, the only thing I'll say is if you ever listen to this podcast, and my God, I hope you never did, um, then um, well, I would really like to give you this flag because uh, I, uh, I can't take it to games anymore. Um, it's too emotional and Sam will cry into it. So um, you are, we know, anyone Stella- knows that,
1: are we getting the Stellar Artel one
3: done? I think I might do. Um, do it because thank you to everybody you've already put in quite a few orders for the prints and the stickers and everything else we do so um, whoever's paying for that this week that'll go to a flag I think that'll stay as long as it you know doesn't look too pixelated and do not steal it behave
2: I think that might be a danger if you do a stellar sorry if you do a stellar one I think that might be a danger that someone might actually quite fancy it (laughs)
1: <laughs> you, you walked. You walked It'd about be, two you... miles from the ground before you realised you hadn't got it. So, <laughs> uh, do you know what
3: though? It was totally worth it, and I so wish I'd filmed it because walk. I've said it again, but it's so incredible. You know, halfway out, back to the city centre, and then I turn around and walk back. And all I saw was everybody after the Southampton win with their mates and with their families experiencing it all together, like in their little groups and stuff. And you heard little bits of conversations and they're all taking the mick out of each other. They saw you, Mike, and do you know what? It was worth losing it for that. I just wish I'd have filmed it because it was so beautiful. You imagine walking down the opposite way down Wembley Way when we'd won promotion or you know, outside of the, the London stadium. It was ah oh, just so
2: people fun. bouncing past you. But yeah, me, me I'm not and that mate, fat. Saw,
3: fucking hell, Bruce, Jesus Christ.
2: After we that, <laughs> not, I said but I was bouncing past you, not off you. Um, we, we, walked, we walked we walked we walked just round the corner, went me amazing walked, went in the first pub with that bumped into a few of my mates and went in the first pub that we saw, sat down to watch the draw. And you've got Man United, I think, Man City, Brighton and Hove Albion will play Grimsby off. It's about 15, <laughs> 20 miles down the road or what? I know it's a bit further than that, but it's like, oh no, we've got another... It was another...
3: A re- it was an FA Cup that just shafted us, didn't it? Really, Every let's be entirely honest. Every round the draw
2: was shit, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's and one still, of these things... We're... still sold out of Brighton.
3: Yeah, but in fifteen years' time, Brighton will be back to being a shit championship club, and we'll go. We lost to fucking Brighton in the FA Cup quarter final, completely forgetting how amazing they currently are.
1: Do you, do you want to? Uh, this going back to our tell thing. So, apologies, it's just coming to my head, and I thought it yeah, was interesting.
2: No, no, no. It's you not fucking on.
1: professional? No, I know we've moved on, but it's just coming to my head and <laughs> it might not interest other people, but I thought it was. He said in an interview that he did about a year ago that when he was asked how he got to know players and he said, we obviously sit them down and have the chat that you have with everybody. But he he, he said quite extraordinary. He, he asked them what their favourite biscuit was and his fa- the favourite biscuit usually tells him everything he needs to know about a player. <laughs> Which I what? thought was pretty... Yeah, your favourite biscuit... Whatever a, fa- a, re- a player's favourite biscuit is usually tells him a lot about the player. How so? Well, he did explain it, and I can't quite remember it, to give it justice, but by the time I'd listened to it, it made sense.
2: So I think, I need- so, so do we need to think of former, now we need to think of former town players and like, and like a biscuit that they could be? Well, is he said like, we'd,
1: we'd like, no, he said like, well, when they say custard cream, you know, Standard, but could be flashy in the right circumstances <laughs> and stuff like that. It, it made sense. I just thought it was quite funny. What is your
2: favorite biscuit then, Bruce? It's uh, a good question. Is it? I, I do like biscuits. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, I do like biscuits. Anyone that works <laughs> in our office will tell you about like biscuits. Um, biscuits would be a hobnob, but if you want about biscuit bars, then I like a club or a wagon wheel or uh, I don't know have I got um well, yeah. well mine called mine... a wagon wheel probably
1: mine would be a chocolate hobnob and my, as I was telling my wife this story and she said well what that tells me is you're indecisive you either want a chocolate biscuit or a bloody hobnob pick one
2: you right. they're playing with isn't black it, isn't a chocolate hobnob a hobnob
1: though it's a hobnob with like it's one side a digestive chocolate and then the other side it's, it's a hobnob with chocolate on so it's not.
2: That's messing my head now. I'm no Carl Talbot says
1: Gary, Gary Baldy. He did say that a Gary Boldy shows that the player may have traveled.
3: <laughs> I'm stop. I'm fucking about too much. I'm really sorry.
2: Um, and, I, and I'm trying to think of biscuit analogies. So maybe it's time to go.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there we go I I don't know what everyone's comments are I agree with Mike it's top tier love the anno 1878 thank you very much Gary Baldy Jones says Kyle John Lewis is just shouting hobnob Uh, uh, Ben Hill is saying basically if you like a fruit shortcase, you're a pervert
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's moved on from what we were just talking about hasn't it (laughs) Pinhead I don't know says what you are you like a
1: pink wafer, sorry.
3: Pinhead, said, Pinhead Luke says, Jaffa Cake is controversial. It's not even a biscuit. Uh, Square eyed says, Bourbons used to be my favourites ever since I was a kid. Then I discovered chocolate hobnobs. Chocolate rich tea. That's the one for you to try next time, Square Ride. Uh, Mary says, Up the Mariners from Canada, rubbing it in. Uh, Carl says, I think you may need to start selling flags. Enjoy
2: your lunch, Mary.
1: Yeah, enjoy your lunch. Do, do you know a Jaffa Cake? It probably shows you've not understood the question.
2: So you're a bit thick. <laughs> so it starts to make or, sense or, when you or, think about or, it. Or no, it doesn't. Or yes, it or does. Oh, they've switched off mic and they're not paying proper attention anymore because we're changing
3: <coughs> Yeah, I think we're done, aren't we? <laughs> it's nice to see you all on a Monday. I'm obviously dying of man flu, and so don't come near me if I go to the game tomorrow. I'm trying to get out of a meet. Do you think what should I do? There's a meeting I've got in London, one uh, at twelve till one do I then go back home and get the car and then drive up to Milton Keynes from Hampshire or do I get the train from London up to Milton Keynes and deal with public
1: transport and then come back? Well, if anything that can avoid London's tr- public transport...
2: I mate, would go, I go would, straight, would, if it was me, mate, I would go straight from central London up to Milton Keynes because the transfer, transport infrastructure in your part of the world is pretty all right and it means you can have a few beers and be there earlier.
3: I'm, and you won't have uh, to
2: pay the car parking, for, eight quid car parking on top of your ticket.
3: No, I'll just have to pay for the fucking taxi from Milton Keynes Station to the out-of-town arena. What,
1: what time are you going no. to know what you're doing? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I've got to do the meeting, so I've got to work out if I can do it any other way. Well, if I, if I get out of my thing, I might drop you a message and see what you're doing. Okay, cool. Well, what are you doing? I don't know yet. Mike, Mike is coming. Meeting. Mike is
3: coming,
2: Bruce.
1: Are you there,
3: Bruce? He's
2: heard, he's heard, he's heard about the £12 tickets, hasn't he? <laughs> 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 Do
1: you think anybody thinks a bloke my size is going to get in on a child's Hey,
2: there are mate, lots mate, of fat mate, kids, mate, Mike. Mate, they, they they're they're going to charge talk, me twice. They cannot talk to you about that. That is discrimination. They, they, yeah. if, they, if they say that you're over 25, then you argue to whatever we fattest. Them.
1: No, no, no. I think you're the
3: just oh, a
2: big boy, my mum says. My mum says oh, I'm like a big a, lad.
3: Did she fucking know? How was she... Um, all you can do is, I like, imagine our town fans are buzzing, so they'll all go, There'll we'll be a, a 1,200 there. And Milton Keane, franchise FC, will be like, How much did we make? 30 quid.
2: <laughs> we, we've sold 500 tickets, haven't we, apparently? But we're yeah. letting
1: a, real, a really tall bloke at 78 foot with a really long
3: trench coat. <laughs> well, that's just Jack Spring, isn't it? He's like 7 foot 15. Um, but there we, we go. I, going
2: be behind ja- I mean, me and Mike going to be behind Jackie, but we'll look like kids. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I mean, it's been great. It's nice to see you all. Um, but let's not it's been a long time in this. What, doing that's a midweek right. pod?
2: No, it's been a long time since we saw each other. I know. I, do I see, see you long
3: long more. Than... I haven't even been to work yet. I haven't been into work anyway.
2: Your missus had just left the door locked for two nights, haven't she?
3: <laughs> well, do you know what? We are technically. Oh, that's a good... No, I'm not trapped. But they're, they're... we're in like a little cul de sac and they're, they're building a junction at the bottom of it and we can't get the cars out at the moment.
2: Well, I think you're so
3: on, the on the train tomorrow then. oh no, I've parked up the street. It's in Tommy Woodrington's gaff. Um, there we all go. Right. Thank Cheers, you. Boys. We are obviously talking shit. See you later, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us. You up said we were hours. finished twenty minutes ago. <laughs> I know. Well, it's still we're still on Fucking hell. Yes. Right. See you all later. Bye.
2: Bye. Open wide for some.
3: Open wide. Why oh, would you stop halfway? You've ruined the. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Some and now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at double one three oh. Go! double one three oh.
2: I don't think I've ever wanted to be on a stand more than my life They're in there. They're going crazy. Hey, they got 30 here. They've been fishing flying around. There's no tomorrow.